Let's go on fishing Sunday. I am. Let's go. Let's go. I am. I'm in. What we? <laughs> you put that cat down. Yeah. The cat's in. I was trying to be a Bond villain. I apologize. Yeah. It's warm by this fire, but <laughs> we're not even in the fire. We need to we jump in cool, the current. We gotta cool off in the current. I just want everyone to know. I mean, it, it, we say it all the time. You have seven best friends when you tune into us every week, and it's wild because we used to say that, but now it's so real. And, and, and it was just a real existential morning, guys. <laughs> Did you short drift them? Well, (laughs) that's a yes. That's what the Canadians say. No bueno. No bueno. (laughs) If there is a traditional Canadian saying, no No bueno. Welcome back to the Rutten River Pursuits podcast. Podcast. You are in the current. This is Reality Outdoor Radio, where our mission is to get you in the outdoors by connecting you with the people, skills, and products you, you can, can trust. trust. You can trust them. I'm Steve. I'm Will. It's Bucky. I'm Kyle. Guys, I'm going to tell you a little bit about this month's sponsor. The guys over at Quest Hunt Co. have developed the biggest and baddest white-tailed deer tournament the hunting community has ever seen. Ooh. This tournament's currently in seven states, and it's now coming to Pennsylvania. I love the Pennsylvanias. For white-tail hunters all across the state, here's how it works. Get yourself a partner. We set this up for two-person teams. Got them. Once you're signed up, you'll be competing with everyone in your state. Your team is scored on the total gross inches of your two best combined bucks. Nice. The top 10 teams per state will receive prize packages totaling an excess of $50,000. Me and Deke are splitting a bunch of that. Mm-hmm. The tournament culminates with a postseason banquet where all prize-winning deer are officially scored. Right. And if that's not enough, Go on. Go amazing on. discounts from vendors across the board nice. just for signing up and monthly giveaways get out of town I, it's it's uh it's incredible sign up for this epic tournament get all the details by checking out questhuntco.com that's questhuntco.com tell them rutten river pursuit sent you yeah i'm really psyched to see how this uh quest hunt code tournament in pennsylvania shakes out yeah they're doing some cool stuff man yeah it's some epic first giveaways it, so. so you i saw some pictures of you guys actually doing some things to get ready for said hunting season coming up yeah There's a lot well, yeah. I, I don't even know. Are we to ready start. to talk about that yet, or do we want to like? I think ease a lot happened that. way before that in our week. My, my jump in the gun. A lot went on this last Who week. Who did something boring this week? Uh, that was, that's me. I yeah, went to work. Steve, yeah. Well, I boring. went to work. That's not what I'm saying. Um, like, who did the least? Because that person should talk. Because I'm probably going to bogart the whole. Well, let's just get into it then. So, what did you do this week? I I don't even remember. It was fairly uneventful. No, was, did you fish at all? No, this you was didn't. The, no. Whoa! I, I did, did you not, camp at all? We did not camp at all. Did you pretend the kid? Did you like spray off the camper or clean the? I no, know we, what I did. We went to a That's cool. Thanks, we went Kyle. to a sunflower field. That was as close and picked a few. So you, hunt, you hunted sunflowers. We hunted, I went scouting. Yeah. <laughs> sun is that is that preseason sunflower I did some preseason sunflower scouting season. in the sunflower yeah. field? Yeah. Gotcha. No, that that's it. Nothing. <laughs> Did you hang some pedal cams? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is some hard hitting flowers. No, yeah. I've been oh, traveling. I've been flowers. out, yeah. but I'm I'm really glad to get back again. This has been Into a really, the grind. A really, really, really busy summer. Yeah, you've been on vacations me. a lot. It hasn't even been vacations lately. It's been you know traveling with work. I thought you vacationed a lot. Mm-hmm. I think we brought on a guy who just goes on vacation constantly. Really? Pickerowski. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about He's it. He's a busy man. He's vacationing again this week. He's and hardcore vacation. like a world in tropical traveler. storms. Kyle, you of all people have the least room to talk. What? Mr. 
Mr. Beach House. Mr. Beach House. Spend half of August in All right. Uh, well, that, that's true. I, I did spend. You were there again this past weekend, weren't you? Yeah, but that there was other but, but, stuff but, but, going but, on. But, but I was just at the beach. It was just the beach, Stevie. Come on well, now. What was I going, did, what's happening I did some other What'd you do related things. Really? Yeah. We'll uh, talk about the beach first. Yeah. You What'd know, you do there? Does it sound a lot like other podcasts? <laughs> Should we just fast forward to the part where I say, <laughs> so you got skunked? <laughs> Stevie, I, I learned my lesson. Or, I didn't I, go for it. I didn't even go. Because <laughs> I, I knew There it better. is. Okay. Gotcha. Because oh, nobody hard. catches anything in Jersey. That's, but. <laughs> that's some hard-hitting beach talk. There we go. Fast forward. Fast forward. Okay. I did pick up some new broadheads. What did you get? Well. Slow roll this one. Yeah. Everyone, drum roll. Surprisingly, you know, I'd like to change up my broadheads from year to year. Did you, did you get, get some Grim Reapers? The Husqvarna's? No, no. I. <laughs> So I did two two different things here. I got a fixed blade and an expandable. Okay. Call okay. me crazy. 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 Hey, yeah. crazy. So I picked up the Muzzy Tro cars okay. and the NAP kill zones. I thought um, Tro car was a hook. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> Maybe the, they made- the Muzzy hook broad, broadhead. <laughs> the Tro car people make more than one kind of barb. Well, good on them then. Just to glad they work. diversified. <laughs> They're in the medical field too. <laughs> Are they? Yeah. yeah. Holy buckets. Yeah. But uh, just it's so. a style of tip. It's like a. It's so, Kyle. Yes. Uh, let me ask you a question though. I, I'm ask fairly what? new to this. Mm-hmm. Go uh, on. This archery thing. I can help you if yeah. you need it. Well, you it's it's yeah. the first time I think I've ever heard somebody say I have bought some fixed blades and some expandables. I know. I'm crazy like that. So, you know, I wanted to try fixed blades. Um, you know, I looked through a couple different options, and the, I like the shape and the kind of the overall appearance of the tro cars. They don't seem to be too big, and they're sh- they're a shorter fixed blade. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like that would help them well, in the fl- in the flight path. Let, let's stop a second. Go ahead. What makes one fixed blade better than another? Because to me, you're just looking at couple sharp edges there singing yeah. through so the uh, Ryan's not here and I just there, I get nervous when you guys start getting into hard hitting archery talk <laughs> well you without, can't bring with, it up without expecting well, we to just let something Steve, like that a, go we don't couple, have our parachute Ryan or here. no there's a couple what? thought processes um, give me one so there's some fixed blades that are completely one piece so it's all one piece of metal there's no replaceable blades no anything okay uh, a lot of guys like those because they're super durable. Um, That's got to be a heavy chunk of steel, ain't it? Uh, they with, they measure yeah. out the steels. Yeah, they're they're uh, you can get them manufacturing very, processes. Yeah. The whole head is one machined out of one block of steel. Yep, or yeah, or whatever they're using. Yeah. Um, so that's one option. <clears throat> I wanted to at least try the fixed blades this year because. You know, throughout my archery career, I've only shot um, expandables. Yeah. And, um, you know, I feel like the fixed blades kind of give you a little bit more margin for error in the sense of, you know, if your shot's a little forward, then you're going to get a lot better penetration if you end up hitting that shoulder blade or if you hit some, you know, if you hit a rib or hit high, then you can get a little bit better penetration. And all this stuff, and and I just want to tell, you know, get it out there. All this stuff can be argued. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's such a sensitive subject. To nauseam. Yeah. You know, so, but there, there's reliability of having only fixed versus. uh, Have you ever had an expandable fail? Uh, I wouldn't say I've had expandables fail. Um, I have had issues in the past with penetration on expandable heads. And so, and I do know that the expandables can give you some issues if the angle is off when you're in a tree stand so mm-hmm. high up that it can, it can deflect. You can lose uh, a lot of uh, I, I, momentum. You can make and, a case yeah. for either one. Yeah. Do you lose? Do but you it's lose also saved my butt in the expansion 
Yes. And that, process. yeah, that, and that's one of the arguments for fixed versus okay. the expandable is the expandables do take up a lot more of the kinetic energy to deploy their heads. Fair enough. Um, but then in that same token, you can also argue in favor of the expandables because they provide you a larger cutting area and can basically inflict Does more damage really matter if you make somebody a marginal shooting shot. a 75 pound bow like you. Um, yeah, it, it can it definitely, definitely matter. Yeah. Like, so for example, if you hit a deer more energy further back with an expandable, not that it's going to guaranteed kill that deer, you'll be able to recover that deer. But I've seen deer that have been hit further back with an expandable that were recovered a lot easier than say, if you would have hit that with a fixed blade. Guilty as charged. Save yeah. my butt. So in, in that sense, it's a very valid argument for the expandables where they can help you recover a marginally hit deer. But is, is the, the head on the arrow on expandable bigger. Uh, Is that why there's more? Actually, n- most expandables, the heads are actually smaller because the blades are basically tucked in to the head itself and then they don't deploy they fly, until... They're, allegedly, they fly truer and then they don't deploy until they are on impact. Okay. Correct. Well, we're going to have to dive <laughs> into this further whenever we've got the, the whole yeah. show to... Right. But, um, yeah... But the the thought process for me was I wanted to at least try. So you want to try? Yeah, I want to try the trail cars out, see how they. You know, I'm not sold on one or the other yet. I want to see how the trail cars flew. um, You know, just try and tune them up, see what kind of groups I can get with them versus the uh, the kill zones. How many packs did you get? Just a pack of each. Um, you know, so, so that's that's only like half your deer limit, for your area, right? <laughs> yeah, kind of. But uh, uh. Um, you know, sometimes you can get the replacement blades for both of those so okay. you're not buying completely new heads I, I, I have one last question on that go ahead Phil. go ahead Phil is it going to add another layer of double guessing well do I have the right broadhead on for this particular set oh uh, with you, me yeah. absolutely I always and are you going to be able to like commit and say what I put on today is what I'm going to shoot yeah today? yeah at, right. the, at the end of the day you know once once I shoot both of them you know and have a good feel for which one I like better which one I feel is tuning better out of my bow then you know that's that's what I'm going to stick with well good on you man because I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't want to add that extra level no, <laughs> sir. of second guessing myself and my decisions. So understood. Yeah. Stevie. Stevie. No. Back to Stevie. Oh. Yeah. What's yeah. happening back, guys? Back to you, Steve. Back to you, Stevie. Still not doing anything else. <laughs> no, it's been about the same last 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, he didn't go fish Thanks or for asking. <laughs> yeah. This is where Sorry. Kyle says, anybody else? <laughs> now that we beat, uh, beat the broadheads to death. We barely scratched the surface. Oh, stop You want to beat it to death? No. Let's no, do no. this. No, we don't. Now that we doled the blades on the broadhead topic. <laughs> Phil, uh, you and Will had a pretty eventful week. I've been so excited to hear about this. I've been avoiding asking questions to you guys. I'm glad you asked, Steve, about it. What do you want to hear about first? I want to hear about the whitewater rafting trip. That was... That was a fun day. That's what I want to hear about. It was yeah. a great day in let's, my book. Let's start at the beginning, where we always start. At the beginning. Yeah. Um... This is something my wife and I did with our friends last year. Yeah. But we wanted to kick it up a notch and we went Bam. to a different place. Instead of up in the Poconos, we mm. went southwest of here in, into Maryland, almost Morgantown, Virginia, to Friendsville, Maryland. Okay. Off of 68s. Off of six, off uh, Interstate 68s. Oh. Right off. And uh, Well, you weren't far from Pick then, were you? Uh, actually, we were about an hour and 10 minutes away from past pick's house oh so you were down there mm-hmm. okay. yeah yeah and uh past cumberland yeah oh and, and we happened it was on the upper yawk i guess is what how they pronounce it it's it's, it's y-o-u-g-h-y-o-u-g-h-y-o-u-g-h-y-o-u-g-h-y-o-u-g-h-y-o-u-g-h-y-o-u-g-h-y-o-u-g-h-y-o-u-g-h-y-o-u-g-h-
Mm-hmm. This time of year, too, all the green. Yeah, oh, it's beautiful. It was cool. Uh, well, did you stop for breakfast anywhere? Yeah, but that's, that's not... It was egg. nothing. Yeah. It wasn't existential. It wasn't existential <laughs> or anything <laughs> like that. We needed to get down there by noon. Cause I, all right, I'm sorry. I, w- I won't let you... Is this high noon I won't encourage noon. slow rolling. But... Uh, it, it, this is was a trip that w- we did, and we wanted to always expand out to friends and yeah. get more people because we had such a blast last year, and we wanted to share that experience with mm-hmm. people, and plus kick up the. Let's the level get this of, out of the way. What Stevie? Would you do that? Would you white water? I, I did once when I was a teenager, and I have no plans to ever do it again. What happened? I fell out a couple times. <laughs> What That's rapping, bud. Once or twice was like me goofing around because I was a teenager. And I didn't realize how fast the water was, even when it didn't look like it was moving fast. It was really moving fast. And the one time I, I flew out was when we went down over rapids. And it was, wasn't even a, you know, a significant. It was I, maybe a class three or something like that. Did you bail out the back like a Navy SEAL? I flipped out the back, yeah. I did the same yeah. thing on this and trip, too. L- luckily, you know, my, my one brother was there, and he's, you know, was, was strong enough to sling me up over the side. I think they all are. Like, all your brothers oh, yeah. are strong enough to get you. Oh, yeah. 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 They're big dudes. Well, yeah, any of my brothers could have uh, hoisted me he's up just, at that point. It skipped his Yeah. His, his I don't genes. know what happened That's there. why you we call you little Stevie, huh? <laughs> little Stevie. I guess. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's for another. That's episode. like your origin story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so so I don't. As much as I love the water, I just that left a left a, a, a bright sour taste in your mouth. Yeah, I, yeah I I almost hit my head on a rock when I fell out the last time. Really? Yeah. Humpty Interesting. Dumpty. I'm sorry yeah. you had that. See, I had. Just I'm not. I don't mean to to down your. No, sorry. no, because I but rain I, on your parade. I have had he, the, the opposite of experiences. So I know. I know. We were talking about it on the way over. Today. I have so much fun. Like I literally start laugh out loud. I have so much fun. He and said get, the first thing he said was. Stevie would love this and I said no he wouldn't and he said yes he How would you can't I think he would I, I have I, a hard time enjoying myself just being on a boat unless like I'm eating a meal or something <laughs> to distract me or fishing yeah so if I'm not fishing on a boat it has to be like centered around well, a meal you're in luck Stevie because they're rafts yeah not boats or, or rafts what if I feed you man. skittles every once in no, a while no it has to be like a dinner cruise yeah. oh, okay or, you know, steak and potatoes and, yeah yeah, gotcha, so gotcha. Prime ribs, all oh, that's okay. the best there. Steve, you can have your own podcast <laughs> someday soon. Uh, <laughs> well, how we t- let me tell you a little bit about the Upper Yacht. They, it's dam controlled. And this is so interesting. Really? When, yes, when we got there, the, the river they they're like, "There's your put in and take out and all that stuff," and, mm-hmm. and the river was like. But- a foot stupid low like yeah. it, like it, this is gonna be it looked it didn't look bassy it looked rock bassy oh yeah it looked really really yeah. shallow you know um so uh apparently it's a very very awesome trout fishery um because it's dam controlled okay and they, they control the temp right like bottom flow dam yeah they okay. control the temp all year long based on water temperature okay so trout can be there uh anyway long story short we get there it just doesn't look like it we're rafting anywhere i'm like this is funny so uh i didn't know that once we got there everything was being timed based on the bubble which is the release of the the Uh dam and and you have to give it some time to get ahead of you too you know like and then you get in like the middle of it because you eventually get to the front how long's the bubble oh they they have it all figured out the time we, we didn't have to do any of that figuring okay. but so that's like public information then i guess i'm sure they yeah. Yeah. they know yeah. a guy yeah yeah they know people and, and know it's people. a real narrow river mm-hmm. it's not very wide in a lot of spots so and i will say this bucky's gone whitewater rafting absolutely loves it he's a whitewater rafting nugget right now he's just he's, he's loves a fiend it. yeah and uh i've never done it 
So I didn't know this. Yeah, and I'm supposed to be some outdoorsy dude, I guess. You know, what? Why would I not have white water raft by now? Kyle did it last year. Yeah, right. Or this uh, beginning of the summer. Where were you in Lehigh's? Uh, no, the gorge. Yeah, right? yeah. I was in the uh, the U or the the new the new yeah the right new river south even further yeah further south than where we were so the West Virginia Kentucky border. I heard that could be fun too. Absolutely, Especially. where that? What do they have? What are they? What rapids uh, they? Have? Uh, they go up to class five on a good day. Yeah. So good gravy. We did too. Yeah. I do need to say this though. I knew things were going to step up a level though. I'm glad when they <laughs> when they handed us helmets and on the way down we were talking and Dusty goes uh, oh I wonder if they'll make us wear helmets and I'm like oh no they'll never be we'll be alright there's, there's not helmets. helmets you know we get there <laughs> and they start laying out life jackets which we you know wore on the other one when we went on you the said upper pass. Lehigh and uh, no I I took that I'm not yeah. stupid I uh, maybe. Cavalier, but <laughs> not stupid. And uh, then they had helmets, and I'm like, "Oh, this just got serious." Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, "Uh oh." Uh. You the, wanted to kick life, it up a notch. The life jackets too were interesting because there's like, it was like a, a NHRA um, five point harness. Really? Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you are strapped in every way possible yeah. so that. There's someone tight. can it grab you. like the five for ten dollar ones, orange ones. Yeah, that, no. And, and it's with a flap on the back, up nobody your shoulders. It wasn't yeah. tied off in a sweet bow. No, you know, like <laughs> it's so that they can grab you out of the oh, water. Yeah, and yeah. they they Fire. make them tight, and yeah. they'll rip you out of the water. It doesn't matter how big you are, they'll rip you out of the wow. water. So it's funny. Uh, th- th- that was something very interesting. I never had that kind of equipment on. Um, Bucky, do you know the drop and elevation of the river? Like it w- we dropped approximately twenty five hundred feet. Wow! And I, the statistic that Mark, our guide, and we'll get into how they divide you up here in a second, but over one section, over one section of the rapids or falls, we dropped in a one mile section. The entire trip was approximately ten miles, but okay. in a one mile section, we dropped nine hundred feet approximately. Wow. That's and that was a lot. I, I've never seen water move like that with that much force and over such a period uh, at length. I mean, yeah. we did it, and it was and it was fun, guys. It was insane. Uh, we there was some scary moments. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. Really? You yeah, know, roller coaster. Yeah, it was an <laughs> absolute roller coaster. And and uh, towards the end of it, I, I said to the the guy. Um, there's like these kind of medium rapids and mm-hmm. I'm, it was nothing at the end. It just kind of was <laughs> like, that's out. it. That was, well, it, it felt like in the beginning I would have been worried about those rapids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With, uh, but know? after what you but just after went through, you've yeah. gone through class fives and class fours. Yeah. The, these ones, these class twos and threes were just absolutely like speed bumps. It was yeah. nothing. And that's where I got dumped out, actually. Oh <laughs> it was, and it's over one of these falls. And then and, and what happens in front of some of these falls, if there's a, something else underneath the water, it calls what they call a hydraulic. And it's just where the water gets moving faster than the river, actually, from falling over that object. So it kind of backs up and you kind of get held up. Yeah, you well, stall. Well, when we stalled coming over the fall, my corner of the raft went down further than the rest of the raft, and I did a complete diver back roll out. Ooh. Now, diver my, my, mind you, uh-huh. I, I'm going to go back to the beginning now at this point before I carry on with this like fall. Back to the beginning of this. When they put take, in? Right before we put in, they have a very lengthy yeah safety talk very worthwhile safety talk mm-hmm. and and i want to and i want to cover this because i felt absolutely safe you did going in after this knowing that there was a plan we went well, over i mean it's safer if you already have a knowledge of it for me i it was nerve-wracking because they're 
<laughs> reiterating over and over again, telling you that you're going to die probably, but you're not <laughs> going to die. Just don't die. But just don't die. And, and they, we'll, they put you into rafts that are almost like a kayak raft, and they're four-man rafts, yeah. and every raft has an experienced guide on it. You have to. You have to. the law. It's the law. State law. State law. And I wouldn't Swear do it God. any other way. That's for sure. It might even be a United Nations law. So did you you fly out of this raft and you're just kind of hanging out in this hydraulic? I No, we Any had already current? gotten pushed out a little bit okay, more. Okay, so you're not sitting in this... But hydra- we're moving. So the, you're but wait, moving... I didn't tell you about the safety but talk. wait, there's back more. at the beginning, but wait. Steve. Oh, I'm sorry. So at the safety... So they're they're four man rafts, three three customers and a guide, and these rafts are specific, specially designed to auto bilge or bail, and they're okay. basically a big huge tube made into like to make the sides of the raft, yeah, and another like flat inflatable raft, a little bit more cut into a boat type of a des- uh, shape mm-hmm. that's l- literally lashed to the bottom of those walls with rope or cordage yeah and it just it, i i was amazed i was amazed about how, how cool and how efficiently these things worked yeah yeah and uh, so that was and every boat had at least one and our guide had two <clears throat> hand lines that they could quickly toss out uh, you know line bags okay that they could toss out to people and then as soon as you started doing it and they and we the first thing we started off they called they said this is what we call the warm-ups these rapids are called the warm-ups and it kind of gets you used to it and and that's where you kind of learn and they teach you different paddles and like when they say give me two strokes and we they they that's where you You work on everything they they talk about you didn't you're have prepared to think. yeah well you didn't have Sounds to think like. they told you everything you learned yeah. things here it just wasn't a scenic well, tour even beyond that like they told you paddle right as you need to left, know hard right reverse, right back reverse reverse you know. left and they told Two you paddles everything. forward yeah it just everything was mapped out really really well and, and were they like building you guys up like at the beginning of each set of rapids because like when I did it like they like pretty much walked you through the whole rapid before mm-hmm. you even like hit yeah, the rapid he would tell oh, okay. us what the plan was and what was cool is our guy you could tell had done it before and he was doing things a little bit differently than some of the others and 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 what I wanted to say is and once we started down these you saw the safety in mind because there was other people in kayaks other guides in kayaks and they would go down first and then certain rafts, and you learned by the end of the day, certain guides were those guys. Okay. And you would go down and you would go through first and then you would stay maybe sometimes in the middle of that particular rapid or at the end of it and you would stand watch. So if anybody got dumped, you could be there for a safety line immediately. Mm. Um, so everything, I mean, we wanted to have fun, but safety was still the utmost. Yeah. I, 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 I I was amazed. I was very I impressed. You can't with do it. it another way. You could. It's too much. Yeah. Class fives or yeah. I don't. A lot of power. It's legit. Yeah. So when you came out, you weren't necessarily, you knew you were going to be rescued. There was a plan already. Right. There, and yeah. we, and it's just like in the medical business when we do advanced life support care, like in emergent situations, uh-huh. there's a plan and you trust that training, you trust that plan and, and you go with it. And I was lucky, fortunate. The way I w- went off back, I immediately, as soon as I came up above the water, yeah. I was facing the raft. The okay. guide was right there. I already, he goes, give me my, give me your hand, give me your hand. Well, that was opposite of the first thing they told you to do in the rapid. The first rule is always get your feet up. Don't get it caught down because if you get it caught down, you could get it stuck in a, in a rock and the current would push you forward and drown. So the guide immediately, give me your hand. Guy trusted him, gave him my hand, got my feet up. Saved him. And he goes, I said, what do you want to do now? He goes, can you kick in? I said, heck yes. We kicked in, boom, and we kept on going. It happened that quick. Wow. Boom, done. 
David Hasselhoff. Dude, <laughs> I felt great doing that. Oh, yeah, nobody else that? knew it. Oh, nobody yeah. saw it. Nobody saw that go down. And in fact, like, I guess one of the things So is, your pride wasn't hurt? No, I didn't care if somebody saw it. I had fun. I came popped up. Wow, you know. Yeah, yeah and he's still <laughs> worried. Get get he's like, get in, get in, get in. And I'm, I'm like, okay. I'm like, and I'm like, oh yeah, I, I should take this serious because I'm in the middle of a class five yeah. rapid right now going yeah. down this sucker and I need to get back in. Did so, oh man, I, I'm getting hyped up guys how long of a trip is it from put in to take out four hours so do you stop for lunch no no so there's not like a, you know you start at 12 you start at noon or yeah. something you yeah. grab some, a snack and then roll yeah, out you grab a light lunch but what you. happens to your point I'm glad you brought it up yes is they had food for us when we got back immediately really and our takeout is right below the shop okay I gotta I gotta ask because I know people are gonna want hot know. dogs no, we'll get to that. Pulled pork. What if you have to go to the bathroom during those four hours? You know, I would bail out yeah. to it. In a calm area. You have to hold it? No, I would just bail out and then do a water evacuation. Yep. <laughs> downstream, facing downstream. So well, you could face an, upstream, An aqua Steve. dump, so basically. You, yeah, aqua dump. Dump you, the bilges. Nobody... So you, you, you don't, don't have time to think about really? going to the bathroom. No. It's a class five, dude. If you're thinking that... I drink four a lot of water. A class four. And then like being in the water. You can pee your pants, dude, because you're no going to get knows. wet. People are yeah. trying to fight for their Maybe lives. Maybe this is too yeah, much. Nobody cares because half of them probably peed their pants already. So yeah. what do you have for, for like, that's like second lunch, I guess, at Pulled four pork. o'clock. Pulled pork, hot Pulled dogs. Pork, really? Some hummus and what? Uh, crackers. Nice spread. It was yeah. hummus. Did they they even had some beers? Yes, they even what? had beer. Yeah. Oh. Beer taps behind the, yeah. Jeez. Yinglings. People after my own heart. Go figure. And then I didn't uh, realize this until we were done, but there's, I guess, this common thing amongst these guides that come down is um, if a guide spills their entire boat, if their boat flips. Yeah. They have to buy a round of beers for all the other guides. And there's oh. like, it could be four to 20. So, oh boy. Yeah, God, a lot of beer. If you had 20 boats, yeah. Wow. That's, that's 20 a chunk boats of for guides and then the support people in kayaks also. You got to remember that too. Oh, so they got to buy a round for everyone. Yeah, that might be. Uh, well, a round could be a case. And everyone. Well, well, all the guides, through, all the, the people, uh, all the people yeah. that work together. That's kind of their pride. Did thing, anyone, like, did anyone cheese it? Yeah, there was yeah. quite really? a few. Yeah, this one gal cheesed it twice. The whole raft? I felt for her. Her dumped her whole crew out oh, the entire time. They were heart. stuck underneath it. One was kind of serious. Yeah, was I it? mean, yeah. I grabbed the one uh, lady and she definitely had she was wide eyed. She didn't. I don't know what she was thinking. It's not Something to shake happened. you up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is an age limit. They recommend oh, sixteen and up. But there are some younger ones there, and I think those parents thought twice. They wouldn't have done it again. Really? I. I mean, I. There's no way. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a young kid on there. Not. No way. And, and I'm adventure. Adventure Bucky. Adventure Bucky all day long. All day long, and I mm-hmm. wouldn't do that. My like Bryce's. I wouldn't have had him on there any any younger. It's funny though. I, I do. I will say this: going to an adventure outing with the Buckmans uh, is not typical by any stretch. So, <laughs> uh, you know, but I family. am so glad they're all. You know, they're enjoying this and they're embracing this adventurous kind of lifestyle. Yeah. Hell yeah! Know? So good on you guys. Hey, we fun. had a Thanks blast. For, yeah. Leanna and I had a blast. Um, it was nothing short of amazing and spectacular and beautiful. It was a great day. Um, it, you know, it Start was to a finish. Yeah, it was a rush. So, uh, something to check out. I, I don't know. Uh, I wasn't unsafe, but I don't know if a class five is this, the way to start. <laughs> No, it's the way your, to start. Your white water rafting career. It's I think you would have been bored with something less. Who knows, bud? But yeah. I don't know. That, and that was, I'm, who knows? I don't regret it, but I don't know that. If I, you, it was a good start. I think anything less, I would want to make it over a day or two and fish along the way. Yeah. That's what I would want to do. Mm. I could well, get behind that plan. I figured you might. There you go. Yeah, but well, you guys, there you go. We got, uh, you know, you definitely learn a lot while you're while you're doing it for sure. 
But Any, what else did we get into, boy? I, yeah, think, you guys, I think there's a lot more to talk about besides this. Well, we, we got little, out of the current and we got into the woods. Mm-hmm. That's true. I saw some of that. That's a good segue. It, yeah, it was it, it was a f- couple of fun days in the woods, too. And we worked it along was, the way. It, it was work. It, it was work, but I had fun. I mean, it was... We were on a mission and like everything you do, you just, you're, you're fighting something. You're fighting the time that you have, or you're fighting, you're in between storms. You're like, you don't, you never have the time, the money and the energy that you need when you need it, when you need it. Yeah. It's a commodity for sure. So I, I think this holiday weekend was extended. We definitely had a, a, a rough balance between you know we just we pushed really hard ended up running out of energy and time uh the one day uh the other day we you know it was just a grind so yeah anyway long story short that, that's kind of just setting it all up uh lots of uh lots of deer recon uh putting up some new cameras uh and stands uh so never never hunted these areas yeah. we find we found them in turkey season so how many cameras did you set up uh we have three right now there's another one to go up okay but uh probably you know who knows what we end up getting yeah you know and they're not they haven't been soaking long either and it will i'm, I'm excited to to see what's going to happen um i'm excited w- with the stands we placed i'm excited god did you see any scrapes where you are uh not yet but it's starting to get close to where they're, they'll start we got a scrape some... pop up in a week last week oh, that's so awesome. i was there the week before yeah weekend before this week we got a scrape that's good so uh i i, I consulted our good friend andy spittle that would and, have been from august then right Potentially, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're borderline doing math, Stevie. Sorry, it's late. Yeah, it's like literally last week. Yeah, so um, I, it just pops up, and Andy said that they, from time to time, they do, you know, scrapes. It could he said might be a new buck, and he, hmm. they might be saying who's here and yep. what's what, and it's just that communication, yeah, situation. Well, but, it, it's getting to that point too now where they're going to start getting getting hard horned and you know gonna start going their separate ways yeah were you guys up uh at the mountain or were you guys at a couple different properties no we were at the mountain anybody seeing anything on cameras yeah i i have uh i have one one good buck on uh one of the cameras at my house and then um you know, I have a couple other cameras that are out soaking that I haven't checked in probably two or three weeks, but I'll probably do a, you know, a card pool of all those here in the next week or two before the season to kind of yeah, same here. I had one that was out a week. We got like a seven point that was on. And, uh, and then I have an old camera that was out really, really old camera that, uh, I pulled and, and I'm going to, you know, just clean it up and, freshen up the batteries and stuff like that but anyway we got some velvet stuff on that did you but um mm-hmm. pictures are just crap you know because it's just so old yeah um it needs to be replaced but i did uh put out a couple uh the brand new self cams okay so uh i have no clue uh i got the, the 26 megapixel deal so those will be some clear pictures <laughs> holla <laughs> holla I also saw you guys put up a, a tree couch. <laughs> we did. We put up the hawk's nest. That yeah. thing is Was massive. that hard to do? Uh, you know, it, it just, they have it designed well mm-hmm. so that you, it, it's fairly ergonomic, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's a two to three man job. I, I was just getting ready to interject. I'm glad we had three people. It would have been a, it would have been a tough tough sale for if it was just you and I I mean and that's because I'm not the strongest you're you're a beast you're stronger than you think you are so thank you buddy but it would have been tough but it's a two to three man job so how many stands you guys end up getting set up this weekend three three yeah three so far but there's I know it doesn't sound like a lot 
but there's we're also double and triple checking like the recon is this the right spot we're picking trees we're trimming trees that we think are going to work and they end up not being when we get you know halfway through and set up we're like this sucks this isn't going to work out so we you know start over on another tree there's trails everywhere blah 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 blah. you know like it just the deliberation is (laughs) madness and and i i want to say this is like my first real experience of going out and setting up tree stands and i learned a ton doing this and and also I appreciate the fact that th- we were thorough enough to even decide plan B's even in those areas if we had to decide in a day after watching what happens observing I need to be 20 yards there so what tree am I going to go to mm-hmm. yeah and we have that we already have that kind of pre-thought out at this point I, you know old can, dogs can learn new can tricks. you overthink it or can you yes. spend more yes. time yes. is, is, is there a danger was, in spending too much time out there i wanted to say that because that's just a it is a whole nother level of second guessing like yeah. i was asking kyle about the broad having the broadheads and the uh, the fixed or the yeah. or the broadheads this was a whole nother level of second guessing and and golly i mean Deer hunting is nothing but second guessing yourself. Yeah. Are they to paying attention to the surroundings? Like right now, does it does it bother them? Do you think you guys you oh, being yeah. up there? Yeah, it does. Yeah, so they, that's they not, know. So, so that's not something you don't want to spend. You want to spend as little time doing that as you can. Right, get in, do your stuff. Get, get in, out. get out. But that's the hardest part. Yeah, you know, and and keeping them on their travel routes and things like that like especially early season they're very very well defined travel routes between bedding and food nothing's really terribly messing with them besides you know predators or whatever so they're just so as long as you don't set a blind in the middle of a trail or something like that you're well, you can. They're going to go around it, but like it's just the, something drastic like that. You're they're, probably okay. You just want to get it. Basically, you want to get it set up so that they can continue their lifestyle. Yeah, and they're just going to with limited interruption. Yeah, they're going to think it's weird for a time or two, but then nothing's going to happen, and they're going to blow and by. Stevie, to yeah, to add into that too, you know when you know when guys are looking at their stand locations you know it's not just oh where where's all the sign right now because the deer adjust their patterns as the season goes on you know right now you have a heavy trail you know that could be going from you know bedding to soybeans but you know as the beans get cut or go away then they're going to be going from you know bedding to acorns or other yeah it, it shifts with the season so that's another thing that guys are always constantly thinking it's like you know is this a transition spot is this a funnel like there's all those things that are constantly going through a a deer hunter's head when he's trying to pick a stand is there like is there a time of day that you don't want to be out there checking cameras you gotta get it I, I, I guess there is but no like literally you just you just gotta just have you got to be brash enough to get in and get out and it you're going to mess up a day you're going to mess up three days it doesn't that mm-hmm. you know but once you get out uh you know you just you kind of want to uh, some i mean you can make an argument uh you, you don't want to mess up their morning and in evening runs from bedding to feed mm-hmm. so you're either going to want to catch them while they're bedding or while they're out in the fields or whatever, eating, whatever. But I think you just get in when you can and get out. I mean, that, and that's yeah. Well, un- and that's the unfortunate part about only having so much time. Yeah. yeah. And part of that too, Stevie, is is strategizing where you're putting your camera. You know, if if you gotcha. know, you know, when or where you're going to be track going to your camera you know you don't want to be putting your camera in a bedding area if you're going to be going to check your camera in the middle of the day because you're going to be bumping deer off their beds you know so a lot of guys try and focus their camera setups you know on food on transition areas where you know the deer 
aren't getting to those spots until real early or real late. So that way their chances of scaring a deer are minimalized. So, so with in that same vein, when you're setting up a stand, would you set a stand up on a feeding area or a bedding area or a, 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 a travel route between the two? Or is there no, is it, there's wherever a good tree is there, in any three of this. So you can you can put a game plan together for all of them. Yeah. Yep. So you can hunt different time, different places for different times of the day, depending on when you have it can get out there. Is what I'm but, learning. Uh, typically, with bedding, there's a lot of guys that will just make that a straight up sanctuary. Yep. Like they won't. You don't go into the bedding area. Gotcha. I can see that. Sure. But there's guys that will hunt right on the skirt of that, knowing that they're coming out at some yeah. point. And it's also, you know, time dependent too. Um, a lot of a lot of guys, you know, early season when the deer are kind of pattern in their patterns and you know going bedding the food, bedding the food. A lot of guys like just hunting the fringes of the food and you know catching the deer there. And then as the season progresses and you know the bucks are more likely to be on their feet as the rut gets closer, then yeah. guys will kind of increase their, their aggressive tactics and kind of move closer to the bedding areas, move closer to, you know, the natural funnels move, you know, just try and get to where the deer just are. Some guys will actually just hunt wherever Kyle puts the stand. It's true. Well, <laughs> this I, it sounds to me like this is something that, you guys are able to do because it's private land, right? Like this, you wouldn't have this Not level of activity. No, uh, you can. No, you can. You, you can. can. Yeah, you can. You just, like on uh, public land, you can absolutely do this. So you're talking right now. We're talking about the topography uh, of, of big woods. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it. There's there's so many things that it, it's maddening. So it's hard to pattern. It's hard to know. Like like and it's mountain woods. Yeah. Well, Andy kept talking about the macro. So we're we're hunting the big woods, which is the macro. And he's like, we got to get to the micro, which is where the deer actually are in the woods. So I mean, it all looks the same. Yeah. But there's trails, there's travel routes, there's beddings, everything yep. that we talked about. So how do you know? That's the thing that we have to focus on. What does food look like? Is there uh, deer turds? Is there uh, well-defined trails? Yeah. Rubs, scrapes. Yeah. Are there fresh tracks? Are there old old rubs from last year? You're looking for all these signs you know what does it look very you know like we say it all the time this river looks very bassy yeah we kind of just know you know that there's got to be you hit a couple big rock ledges or whatever you're going to get in some bass deer are very similar like they just they have places and trails they they run on the benches and the ridges they like they they're uh they're bedding in very thick areas things like that you're yeah. just there's so much to look for it's maddening yeah. and, and we're just literally like again we don't have the safety blanket of ryan being here uh he was also a wealth of knowledge or even catfish you mm-hmm. know like it's just but if, if you're a public land like there's I, it just seems to me like there's a lot more be a lot more competition a lot more that that's all part of it. It all factors yeah. in because yeah. you got a lot of the majority of the guys are aren't going to go in and do that kind to of the yeah. mountain. So they're going to hunt, you know, not too far away from gotcha. their, you know they're going to hike, you know, three hundred yards, four hundred yards at the most. Um, they're not going to go into if you're yeah. willing to and hike back into public land and also pre-plan and put the time in into preseason scouting i think yeah definitely you you can do the same things and and will's spot on most dudes i would say 75 percent of them only go 400 yards into the woods really yeah and stevie to that we did our first year at the at the when we got the mountain you know when we got the Mm -hmm. 60 acres we we didn't hunt we hunted one spot with like two stands you know, we didn't 
we didn't explore. It's been a while we, yeah. since I've been up there. I think that was the first, yeah, first or yeah. second. So year. Yeah. it's just it's very typical of, of people not to put the time in and put the miles in. And until you do it, you know. And actually, we we are in the complete opposite direction. Like it, it, it's a one eighty from where we were. Really? Yeah. It just seems like, yeah. It, Stevie, to the public land point too, as well. Um, you know, most guys that are successful at hunting public land, mm-hmm. you know, they're not just looking for deer activity. You know, they're they're, they're watching, masters of they're watching dudes. Yeah, they're masters really? of, of finding hunter activity. You know, so a lot of those guys, they're not just looking for deer sign. They're looking for you know, has somebody else been here? Are there cat eyes here? Are there, you know. Are there broken Short branches? Deer. Yeah. yeah. Is there flagging yeah. tape? All that stuff. Who's pushing deer where? Yep. Yeah. I love learning about this because, I mean, it, it It just seems like every every creature follows the same. Like whether you're talking about fish or deer or whatever, there, there's some universal Humans. rules of Patterns. nature. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. That... Uh, but that's like, comfort, though. Times yeah. of that's the day. That's comfort to, yeah, like to individuals. Try. Bedding to McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's where people like, and yeah. animals like comfort, and they yeah. don't like doing things that are uncomfortable or may not be familiar. I heard slash that. Not definitely safe, so. Mm-hmm. Class 5 rapid. Yeah. Tell me about it. Boy, what a. What a week. Understatement. Yeah, what a week. It's like a month, a month packed into one week. Uh huh. Craziness. Oh, you know, another little like uh, extra sprinkle on the donut uh, about going out in those woods was the other night. I heard something I never heard before. What's that? A whole family of coyotes just going to town. At, at what about an hour before sundown or something like that where was yeah. this <laughs> up on a mountain too close to where we hunt deer Ooh. it was crazy yeah. really mm-hmm. yeah and I honestly am gonna get off the mountain and we go down to the Susquehanna uh-huh. uh, Susquehanna so after Ooh. catfish worked on my boat yeah oh yeah we had to go Test everything that we. Yeah, you sure do, bud. Yeah. On the How'd it go? We uh, we actually we got out. Again. Forgive me for not getting to this sooner. <laughs> right, right, a hey, comrade. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right. we got back out on the Susquehanna for some catfish in action. Yeah, uh, everybody caught uh, some fish. Uh, we had a good time. Um, Ryan and uh, his son joined us. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy's son, Corey. Corey Jimson. Corey Jimson. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, he had his Bass Raider out. Yeah. And uh, it was really cool. Logan was in and out. Like, he was not... I think there was just too big of a group for him to want to hang out. But he he was going, you know, hunting, he said. Was he? For, you know, for big monster cats. Um, we, we had some wind that kind of fouled us up a little bit. But um, it was too much fun being out for uh, for me to really care. That small that channel cat that you had a picture of. Yeah. What what did you catch that on? Well, it was a sunfish. Really? Yeah. No kidding. But uh, I know that Madeira's yeah. and Corey Jimson were using uh, some kind of baloney or something. Stink yeah. bait. Did. It, Garlic baloney. Did I tell you guys about my? Uh, I'll save it. But I did some what, catfishing at, at one of our camping trips here recently. And what'd you do? And uh, well, I tell us, Steve. I'll see. You got to slow roll this I'll, one. I'll save it in the yeah. next week's. Yeah, we'll, we'll slow roll. Oh, it things are heating week, up. So. Yeah, but anyway, it was a great time with those guys. Yeah. Absolutely had fun. Uh, you know, there's nothing like it tying off. And I think catfish and I fished till like two in the morning. I was wow. just going to ask, how late do you stay out? And so I turned and burned. I, I, two in two in the morning, I got home, and then uh, mm-hmm. uh, and then I got up fairly early to be on the mountain with him. So uh, I'm killing it. Yeah, I feel good too. I'm not beating myself uh, up terribly. Are you, are you drinking a lot of the uh, Mountain Ops Ignites? 
I've, I've had some, yeah. I'm not going to lie. That and I, I think this guy's been doing some extra extras behind our backs. Extra what? You're in great shape, bud. I mean, I don't want to out you, but I'm going to out you. I'm proud of you, bud. Really? Yeah. Because even a year ago, you you had you were yeah, breathing scared. a lot heavier yeah. going up that mountain than you you didn't even do any of that this this year. Yeah, not even breathing hard. No, <laughs> not even. No, yeah. he wasn't, guys. I mean, I I, I mean, it is a, I'm a proud point of, of pride because the last two or three years and I've I'll, been rough, and then going out with Kyle and you know having. Uh, uh, just some hard goes, you know, things like that. Like yeah. I, I just was overweight and shave off, you know, 20 pounds and you're back in it. It's kind of that simple, yeah. you know, but I mean, I'm going to keep going and, uh, but I, I'm, I'm like at 18 pounds right now. Dude, so I'm liking awesome. that keto thing you're doing. You whipped out that freaking uh, wad of, hard salami with some Colby Jack cheese and that hit the spot. I mean, that gave me yeah. another hour and a half, two hours. Diet? I'm just not eating like crap. I used to eat a lot. I never denied myself like yeah, whatever I wanted. You know, if it was a half a stromboli, I ate it. You know, I just never denied myself. So now it's just kind of being regular with, you know, with less. Yeah. And, uh, and it's more meat and cheeses and fats and things like you that so bad. i guess you could say it's keto i, I love I just, them fats <laughs> <laughs> but you know i just uh i try not to get excited about it or, or try not to put too much into it like, i'm not going to weigh myself all the time and stuff but i the proof's in the pudding like i was all over the mountain and i didn't stop and i didn't quit and i didn't you know, it just... It had me excited, that's for sure, bud. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, it it did awesome, not go man. unnoticed, and I, I had I had to say something. I'm sorry, but... Don't apologize. Yeah, don't apologize. I'm proud of my bud. Yeah, <laughs> I really am. Yeah, I, I appreciate the sweet compliment there. He's you're, a peach. <laughs> I was going to say that. You're absolutely a peach, Bucky. Thank yeah. you. I think we did this current a little bit of justice here. What do you yeah, think, boys? Yeah, oh, as they say... Yeah, better Batman and Superman could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that mean? They're the Justice League. Gotcha. Now I get it. Before we wrap this up, though, let's hear a little bit from this month's closing sponsor. This episode was also brought to you in part by Protection First Class Outdoors. PFC Lubricants protect and lubricate your firearms, bows, tree stands, and everything else in your outdoor equipment inventory. Your equipment's protected and lubricated during the season, and the deer aren't going to smell you? Come on. You know you need to get some. Head on over and check out everything they've got going on over at pfcoutdoors.com. Stevie. Yes, sir. When we're not out riding class five currents and hiking up mountains where can yeah. people find us losing weights losing weights hop on over ruttonriverpursuits.com check us out on all the social media outlets facebook twitter instagram search rutten river pursuits download and subscribe to the podcast on iHeartRadio, apple podcasts spotify, spotify every other podcast player out there don't forget to check out them YouTubes. Mm-hmm. Check out the YouTubes podcast. Yep. Yeah. Leave us a review. I can't wait for people to see the video. <laughs> Don't spoil it. Oh, you, no, never mind. Forget it. it Can I, already be I out. Can't, before we end it, I hate to do this, yeah. but well, we had to, we wanted to get out of the wind on the river, yeah. so we went to we backed that into the island. Yeah. And uh, you can't, I guess it's frowned upon going on the island because it's private property or whatever. So we backed our kayaks into the island and Catfish had to take a, uh, had to avoid. Yeah. So when he stepped out of the boat and looked down with his headlamp. Yeah. Snake. (gasps) Water snake. 
or whatever it was. Copper. Probably a... Yeah. I don't mean to correct you, but it was two water pit snakes. Pit viper. Timber yeah. rattler. Oh, my. So... Uh, what did he do? Uh, he, you know, shoot it off in his own special way, but, man, oh, that okay. was... <laughs> It was scary. The big one. I didn't want to be there any longer. Oh so. yeah, let's go. Let's, let's roll. Get back in the out, water. Yeah. Done. I'm going out in the water in the wind. So, yeah. but anyway, I'll, I'll leave you guys with that. Mm. Yeah. Well, hate some snakes. <laughs> Bring them weedless. Yeah. Check out them YouTubes. Check out them YouTubes. <laughs> I know what I did. We went to a that's cool. Thanks, we went Kyle. to a sunflower field that was as close and picked a few. So you, hunt, you hunted sunflowers. We hunted, I went scouting. Yeah, <laughs> sunflowers. Is that is that preseason sunflower preseason scouting in the sunflower? Yeah. yeah, gotcha. No, that that's it. Nothing. Did you, did you hang some pedal cams. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The guide immediately, give me your hand. Guy trusted him, gave him my hand, got my feet up. Saved him. And he goes, I said, what do you want to do now? He goes, can you kick in? I said, heck yes. We kicked in, boom, and we kept on going. It happened that quick. Wow. Boom. Done. David Hasselhoff. Okay, I got I to gotta ask because I know people are going to want to know. Hot dogs. No, we'll get to that. Pulled pork. What if you have to go to the bathroom during those four hours? You know, I would bail out yeah. to a, in a calm area. You have to hold it? No, I would just bail out and then do a water evacuation. Yep. <laughs> downstream, facing downstream. So well, you could face an, upstream, an aqua dump, so basically. You- <laughs>